What episode are we on? This is 55. Welcome back to Thought Insurance, episode 55. 55. Man, I think the worst thing, or the one thing that I dislike the most about whenever it gets cold outside, is the days get so short. It was like 5.30. And the sun was gone. And the sun was gone. And then now it's just 27 days a night. Yep. It's ridiculous. Daylight it, it, savings it, fucked me up. It, yeah, I did. It, it, but also like that one hour of extra sleep you got that, that Saturday night. Yeah. That was nice. It was nice. And I didn't even notice it. I woke, yeah. I woke yeah. up the next day and because I was like. you routinely sleep for like 13 hours. I, I don't know why. I just do. I just like my sleep. So that extra hour was just wasted. I mean, it wasn't wasted. It was I, I definitely took full advantage of it. Yeah, but, you did. But anyways. Uh, yeah, I don't know why. It's just. it. I don't, I don't like it. I like summertime a lot more. Yeah. Just in terms of daylight and stuff. You know what I mean? Um, I've been getting tired around like 7. And that's the thing too. Is like you'll get tired faster. Just because the sun goes down, you're like, okay, well, guess it's time for sleep. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't really care for that. It's not, it's not the best. You got a bear fact? I do have the bear fact. So when a bear goes hunting, they eat anything they can really scrounge for, including bugs. So bears, it's part of their hunt routine to flip over rocks and like boulders to they'll, look for bugs. They'll flip over rocks. They'll look for bo- the bugs underneath boulders and stuff. Huh. I don't know. They eat bugs. They eat anything. If they eat bugs, that would make them carnivores. Let's say they let's say they didn't eat any other animal. Let's just say they ate like greenery and bugs. I think it would look a little bit different. But like, would you say like they're, they're omnivores? They eat the grass, but they also eat bugs. So I think yeah, that would yeah, be yeah, good. bugs would count. Yeah, yeah. So okay, interesting. What's your favorite bug? My favorite bug. I like beetles. Beetles are cool. The ones that have like the really long like pinchers. Whatever. I like the ones with the horn ones, like the really long. Oh yeah, yeah, the, the big old horns. Those are cool. Yeah, I like burly pulleys. Okay, so tell me about the thing that you wanted to share. Oh yeah. So. And I, I I don't know where this comes from. You texted me what last night or two nights ago, and you go, "I got something I really want to share in the podcast." I was like, "Okay, I wonder what this is about." Okay, so it, now that you say that, okay, this I, might okay, be okay, I'm not I'm not overhyping it. I'm yeah. sure it's something totally stupid. It is. Um. You are familiar with the Shia LaBeouf movie, Transformers. I am familiar with that one. Are you familiar with the box office? Of the movie? Like how it did? Box. Just box office. The the first one? The first one. Are you familiar with that number? I am not familiar with that number. Well, looks like we have something to talk about. Okay, so. I would like for you to take a guess. I'm going to say the budget. Oh, yeah. I'll guess the budget. I think the budget was... 200 million 147 that was my, my first i was thinking 150 i was like ah 200 okay anyways so 150 million was the budget box office hmm. when i saw this number i almost shit my pants i had no idea this is talking with a b it does oh my gosh <laughs> Uh, I know it was a big movie when it came out, and everyone liked it. Uh, this is just box office, dog. One point one billion. <laughs> no, go fuck yourself. What? <laughs> like no. One point five. No. 
More? Yes. No way. Get out of here. I'm not even lying. One point eight. I almost shit my pants, Brant. Okay. Take a fucking stab. Two point three billion. Take a stab. No way. It's more than that. Take a stab. Three billion. Four point eight seven billion. Oh my god. Eight four. My bad. Four point eight four billion. Four point eight billion. Yes, almost four point nine. So that makes me think, the most profitable movie franchise of all time is going to end up being Avatar. But I don't know, like as a franchise, because that was the first movie, and they made more of them. And I know they didn't do as well as the I first was one. Say, guess what the second one? Easy there, partner. So the. Th- I don't know where that came from. Yeah, I'm just going to leave it over there. Um, that makes me, that brings me to my next point. Guess what the next one was? 800 million. You actually nailed it. It's 836 million. Really? Yeah. It That's a steep drop off. I actually want to go look up what the budget was. And it's probably going to be around the same thing. It'll probably be around 150, 200 million. 200. Yeah. I mean, they still made their money back. Of no course problem. they did. And then that, that was the second one. And then the third one was what? Dark Fate or the Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. Something like that. After the second one, it kind of got stupid. But I did see the Mark Wahlberg ones. They're not awful. They're, there's a cool concept in them. But they were out of all of them, like statistically with ratings and box office and stuff like that. The Mark Wahlberg ones were. Because uh, I think when the first one came out, it was like super hyped and everyone to see because it, it was this new thing. And they had never really done like a, you know, big AAA budget transformers movie and it was cool i mean like we watched it when we were kids we're like wow this is awesome this is so cool transformers is such a cool movie and oh, the what? second one just yeah i remember it not being as good as the first one yeah the last one do you want to guess what the box office was on the last one and that was marky mark yeah it's number five i think mark did two no, he did three because i think the second one was the last one that shia labeouf did oh he did three i think shia labeouf did two of them and then mark Wahlberg would have done three because yeah. I'm almost positive after the second one, that's when the whole tr- controversy went down. When he's like, I'm not famous anymore. And then Megan Fox called, I guess it was Steven Spielberg. He's one of the producers on the movie. He called him like a Nazi or something. And then Megan Fox got pulled. Um, I could be getting that wrong. She called him something. She called Steven Spielberg a Nazi. He's Jewish. I know, something like that. I mean, what she, the fuck? <laughs> she just she went after him for some reason. Maybe because he said something bad about her and then she responded and then you got fake dudes and shut up nazi no it's i mean that could have happened easily so then shia labeouf goes nuts and also he had that uh movie on amazon called honey boy it was basically about his life growing up and i've recommended it before i don't know if i've ever done it on the podcast but i don't think you have it's it's good and it really explains kind of where shia labeouf comes from and Shia Booth basically grew up with his dad. He was a kid actor, and his dad was super, super hard on him, like traumatizingly. That happens a lot with a lot of celebrities. That's very kind of groomed and right, and, and so also bad lifestyle or life. Right, and so he had a tough life growing up, and Shia Booth plays his own dad huh. in it. So he plays his dad, and then there's also the kid who plays him in real life. So it was good. Um, kind of made me find a new like a new kind of respect for him 
just because like, I mean, you, see, like you see the headlines like oh yeah Shia LaBeouf he goes crazy he does a hothead. yeah he does these stupid things but it makes sense yeah if you watch the, if you watch that movie like okay yeah it uh, comes from somewhere right and it's not that long of a movie either it's like an hour and a half hour 45 minutes on the topic of documentaries have you seen King Richard I have not Did it, didn't it just come out I'm not 100% sure when it came out you know what it's about yeah, it's about Serena Williams and Venus Williams. and Yeah, I was at Nick's the other night, and I came over while Morgan and Nick were watching it. Oh, so it's already out. Oh, yeah. And they were probably about halfway through, and it was actually really interesting. And sorry to break the news, but like... Well, if it, is, if it just came out, don't spoil it. No, I'm not. I'm spoiling just like a tiny little piece, but I think everyone knows this about Serena. Um during the movie, I didn't know which little girl was Venus and Serena, mm-hmm. but there was a tennis match about to happen, and there was one in a nice, a nice outfit, like a tennis skirt, tennis skirt, nice shirt, right. collared, and then the other one was had boxing gloves on, doing like boxing, like hitting the pads, and I just I was like, I'm gonna take a stab that the boxing one is Serena, and they're like, Yeah, you got that, you got that right. <laughs> yeah, it was Serena. That's funny. She's a She's a, an alpha. Yeah, she is an alpha. But here's the thing, and I know we keep talking about this, but then King Richard, this movie is also another example of a movie that could have gone to theaters, and it probably did in some places. Or maybe, can you even find a movie theater to watch it in? Because it looks like the only way, you, oh no, there's showtimes. So you can go watch it movie theater. But this is another movie that hit. That you can watch on HBO Max. We're watching it at his house. Right. So you're watching HBO Max. Yeah. I I am so curious as to how those contracts work with with the studios and what that looks like. Because I have a feeling they'll do the same thing what they did with Dune, was you can watch it. If you have like the premium subscription to HBO Max, you can watch Dune as many times as you want for like three weeks. Damn. Yeah, as many times as you want. You can just watch it over and over and over again. I saw it two times. Dude, that's too many times. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. I had to. I mean, I, I had to see it through again. But then I'm sure King Richard will do the same thing. It's going to be, you know, three weeks. You can watch this movie as much as you want. And this this movie didn't have the production budget that Dune did. Dune's was like two hundred million. Two hundred. Will, Will Smith plays Dad. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I've seen the I've seen the commercials for it. And I do like. I like Will Smith a lot. He's one of my favorite actors. He he can really play any part. Yeah, he can. I've always liked Will Smith. Um, but the budget for this one's fifty million. So then Dune took more losses from having it go to HBO Max, and I'm sure King Richard will make a bunch of money. I mean, it's if it's a good film, it's received pretty well. People like it. Um, yeah, that's interesting to me. I wonder how that how that whole deal works. Oh yeah, so King Richard it came out on Friday. So this this past Friday, three days ago. Um, but I also, was, I was watching it two nights ago, uh, day after. So on Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I I want to learn more about that. I want to learn more about how it's an interesting story. I only saw about fifteen. Oh, and it's long. It's yeah. It's, it's two and a half, half hours. hours. Yeah. Wow. Um. I think I think it's worth it. I've only seen fifteen twenty ish minutes, but I think it'll be worth it. Okay. Um, also, I started watching uh, Harry Potter again recently, and I never really got into it when I was younger. But then now that I've I've started watching it more over the last year, I've 
fucking nerd. New appreciation. But it's funny. There's so many quotable parts in in the <laughs> cast a spell on you. No. It sounds that sounds like what's his name? Give me your precious gems. <laughs> they don't say that. They sound like Jar Jar Binks. Harry Potter. But no. Uh they're good. And I never read the books and people would get mad at me and I'm sure. But I like the movies. I've seen all of them. I started rewatching them again. It, it, I feel like it's good to watch them every once in a while. They're good. I want to watch all the Star Wars. Because yeah. also, dude, you know who does all the music for those, right? Who does all the music for them? Hans Zimmer? No, he doesn't. <laughs> I forgot who it was. It was... Um, John Williams. No. Yes. John Williams. John Williams? Yes. Promise you. Oh, uh, what's John Williams? God damn it. Told you. George Lucas. Oh, that's what I was thinking of. Well, yeah, George. Okay, so John Williams was the composer. George Lucas, it was his project. It was. Like you, always, a, you always hear George Lucas's name. I yeah, no, I do. Yeah, it was John Williams. And John Williams did Indiana Jones. Wait, did John, John Williams do he Harry a, Potter? He had a lot of good gigs. Hey, who was the composer for the Harry Potter movies? Voldemort. No. It was John Williams. What the heck? John Williams did everything. Let's find out something he hasn't done. Well, that's nuts. Gosh, John Williams is crazy. Because, like, you know, like, the the music. Because that's also another interesting thing, too. Because the Harry Potter books that came out, that started to come out in the 90s. It was like, uh, when when did the book come out? Because the first book, it came out in 97, and then they made a movie about it four years later. So obviously it did really well right out of the gate. And then as J.K. Rowling was making each subsequent book, and she made seven of them, they had to take the last one, The Deathly Hollows, and put it into two parts, a two-part movie, because there's so much information in it. Wow. Um so she makes she she publishes it in ninety seven and then Sorcerer's Stone comes out in two thousand one, which means they probably started filming in two thousand. So then they got the green light to start making the movie probably in ninety nine. Yeah, that's nuts. I mean, she made the book within a year, it gets you know, it's wildly successful, and then they're like, All right, let's make a movie out of it, and then, and then she does a whole series. So then she makes a book, make a movie, make a book, make a movie. It's just this she's Worth a lot of money. Oh, no. Of course she is. No. She's a enormously wealthy. I don't know if she's a billionaire. Uh, you know what? I would have put it beside her. And that's another thing, too. I did not know this until recently. The Harry Potter movies had a big budget. Each one was like $150 million, $200 million. But each one, Sorcerer's Stone, box office, was a billion. The next one was like $900 million, And then $900 million. And then 900 million. You can go look. They all made 900 million. And then the last one, Deathly Hollows Part 2, the very last movie, made like 1.4, 1.5 billion. Wow. Each one was enormously successful. That's crazy. Yeah. And yeah, you know what? I bet she is a billionaire. I am curious to know. She's but probably a billionaire. Harry Potter is being made because of her. Okay, so. I mean, can I take a, a stab? Sure. Does it start with a B? 
It depends how you look at it. Okay. 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 That makes sense. Okay. So I feel like without all of the, like herself net worth. Like her. 750 million. So in 2021, it was estimated that she's worth around 820 million pounds. Oh, pounds. Okay, so that's that's going to be like... That's going to be like around 1.5 billion yeah, USD. It's about 1.6 times... 1.5, 1.6, yeah. So. But yeah, so yeah, technically if she moves to the United States, then yeah, she's a billionaire. But then... She's British. Yeah, she's British. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. That you know got rejected like a hundred times. Did it? Yeah. You don't know that? That the first book that she tried to write? No, Harry Potter got rejected. Not Harry Potter, but like J.K. Rowling. Yeah, the publisher. I'm sure that she got rejected from being published many times. Hundreds of times. Hundreds of times? I don't know if it's hundreds of times. I could have sworn I've heard like at least a hundred. At least a hundred times J.K. Rowling got rejected from a publisher because i think the harry potter publisher was like scholastic or something i could be wrong harry the original harry potter pitch was rejected 12 times 12 times yeah not a hundred times stephen king was turned down 80 times 80 for which book just like in total is over his carry Oh, he wrote that. Yeah, Carrie got rejected 80 times. Carrie, that movie came out in the 70s. It was like 76 when that movie came out. The book. I know, but then the book had to have come before it. So I didn't realize how old that guy was. You said Stephen King? Yeah. I mean, because like The Shining, that's his book. Like they're just going out. Isn't The Shining by Stephen King? I don't think so. I don't think The Shining was a book. That was, what's his name? Um... Oh, you're right. It was a Stephen King book. Biatch. Okay, well, relax. Relax. I was wrong. I didn't realize that Stephen King wrote The Shining. I thought that was... George Lucas. No, it wasn't George Lucas. What is his name? Super, super, super famous director. Oh, Lego Batman. (laughs) Lego Batman. No. It's killing me. His name is Stanley Kubrick. That's right, Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, yeah he directed that that deal. Yeah, that's that was a, a nutty nutty story. Oh, you can watch it on HBO Max. How about that? You want to watch The Shining? I mean, I have I I know the the little girls in the room that has that crazy bullshit in or whatever. I, I know the references. I've never seen the whole movie like start to finish, but I, I know the references. Did you see Ready Player One? Yeah. And you remember they went basically to the Shining Hotel? Like, yeah, they, they did all the Shining. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was in that movie. So did you get those references when they were happening in real yeah, time? Yeah, okay. when, when they were happening, I was like, oh, yeah, that's the Shining. You know who directed that movie? The Ready Player One? Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of that's kind of funny. Yeah, he's a good director. Honestly? No, I, I don't think he's that good. <laughs> I like the idea of Ready Player One. I like the idea of the Oasis. Man, that's going to be a real thing. The metaverse. It's going to happen. And I don't know how I feel about that. That just seems odd. Yeah. Because, I mean, what's going to happen to society? You know what I mean? Like, if we get to the point where, you know, most people feel like, I would rather be in this metaverse and 
you know, come off as and then look exactly the way that I want to look and be liked and, you know, but then that's not reality. And I then mean, if so, you know, if there's so, going to be a deeper meaning behind it than that, there'll be more things to do in it. Like apparently NFTs are supposed to play a very big role in the metaverse. Like you'll be, your money is linked to the metaverse. You'll have things that are actually worth something. Right. But then what about the people that just can't put it down? Oh, that sucks for them. Well, no, like they can't put it down. Like they just can't, they don't want to live in reality anymore. That's definitely out there. Well, I bet it's happening right now. I mean, it's so easy with the internet. Yeah, with the internet, you can jump from screen to screen and do whatever you want. I know. And gosh, imagine, you know what? In the real world, when people are locked into this metaverse, all China's got to do is just drop a couple bombs on the power grids and all of a sudden wipes out all of our culture. It's just gone. We, we have, have we have no culture deal. anymore. Yeah, our culture was the metaverse. I mean, we can eat tiacos. Tiacos. Uh, Actually, that's not even our culture. That's no, it's not. But you know, if you say it like that, it can be exactly tacos. That was the point. That's not, okay. Anyways, uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, like we're going in this direction, and I don't know where where it stops or or. And that's another thing too. So like we're having this semiconductor shortage, the you know, and there's like real world problems that got to be solved. And then we got the metaverse, and people just you know just wash it out. Don't have time to care about things going on in the real world. Don't want to care. Um, and then you have the metaverse. You're like you know what? I can just put it all away. I can hop into this world and just pretend like this no, is like this matters. is reality. Exactly. Nothing else matters. Like this is this is my new reality. Yeah. And that's I mean, it happens now. Like you can just you have a bad day, you get on PlayStation or your Switch and you just like this is all that matters. I'm just doing this. Right. And then also you ever see those uh VR chat rooms? Yeah. Where people like, you know, like dress up in whatever character costume they want, and they like walk around, interact with people and like just hang out, you know what I mean? Yeah. I've never liked that. It just felt so fake. Yeah, fake, but just so weird. I mean, it's a new concept. It is a new concept, and it's the beginning. I mean, really, that that really was the beginning of like the start. Throwing on a VR headset and pretending like you are somewhere else and some other person. You can be whoever you want to be, and you're living it through, you know, virtual. This This started with Snapchat filters, man. Snapchat filters. I mean, yeah, maybe. Because you can throw on a filter and furries. Yep, there's that. There's yeah, there's that. I mean, you know, I people can do whatever they want. You know, just whatever, just go for it. Live your life. Just all right. Okay, I give up. I'm not gonna say anything. It's just oh, you you give up? Were you fighting a hard battle? I mean, I wasn't fighting. It's just you know what I'm giving up on is exerting my energy in my efforts to say something i don't know it just it just it gives it gives me a headache it just does it just gives me a headache trying to explain why i don't like it like you know what i'm talking about like you you feel like you you just know it like you get this feeling you really either you really do like something you really don't and it's super hard to explain why that is yeah I know you're talking about. And where that comes from. Like the VR chat thing. I just don't like it. I just, it just, 
isn't. I actually, I thought of this invention, and I really hope no one steals it because it's probably already being made, and someone's gonna steal it. But I just, I hope someone else makes it. Okay, so you're mouthing something to me and pointing. I'm trying to understand what you what you're getting at. Feet, stinky feet. On on stinky feet. So you have stinky feet. You can make an invention that makes your feet not stinky anymore. No. Yes. Whatever. Um, no, my invention is a pool table that's like, it's kind of like a Bluetooth pool table. You have one at your house. I have one at my house. And we like. We have we have that already. It's on your phone. I, I know, but I'm talking about a real, to play real pool. And okay. you have the a, table, They you link the tables with each other. And a Bluetooth. That, it wouldn't be Bluetooth. Okay. However, these link together. A Wi-Fi pool table. Yes, that. I set up the balls. You set up the balls or something. You just put them on the table. However, the technology would be the table can move the balls around. Like if an update is sent, like I break. Sure. Then it sends it to your table. So basically like Game Pigeon 8 ball, except if there's a physical yes. pool table. If I can't be with my friend while we want to play pool, it's separate houses somewhere the balls are there there's something on the inside magnets and magnets transmitters that will tell the balls where to go and the balls will like if i take my shot and i make three your table will just i don't know how it would work but it would like the balls would just sit there until i'm done with my turn and then they would just roll to what it is now i think that would be fucking epic that would be cool but and i feel like it's it's doable it's, it's doable it's might be worked on right now, but it's a very niche. But then you have to think about expensive. It's yeah, you'd have to put some kind of magnet in the balls or some kind of transmitter in the balls, and then lace the pool table with some kind of magnet and make the balls move to certain locations. So then it's doable. The table would be intelligent, but the balls wouldn't be. The balls would just be themselves because you'd think like. You could put something intelligent inside the ball and the ball would roll itself. But then, you know, how does the ball start rolling in the first place if it doesn't have any, right? So it'd be, it would just be the pool table and the pool table itself would make that happen. But I bet as soon as something like that comes out, it'll be mega expensive. It'll be so expensive. And then also you could just meet up and play pool. Yeah. So I know. It's just, I'm just thinking like, yeah, I mean, that'd be kind of cool, but how practical is it? Uh, I don't know about that. It's a like, super rich people shit like fuck you money kind of thing it would be it would definitely be that like my friend is all the way out in vineyard vines and i feel like staying in sacramento let's just play pool real quick and go into your your full full house that's just for pool i don't know a whole house that's just pool and it just has that one table in it for bluetooth games for wi-fi games wi-fi you mean games, yeah yeah i think and you know what it might just be your microphone it's just susceptible to emp'd being EMP'd because I can take out my phone and we're totally fine. Huh? I heard something. I got some feedback. I've said, I heard something. So, here, actually, take my phone and do it on your microphone and see if that's what's going on here. No. I think you just got bad luck with the phones, man. That's okay. That's all right. It's not a big deal. You don't need, you don't need your phone anyway. Just put it put it put it face down. You don't you don't want it. 
and you don't need it. I know this is kind of... I've always liked Norm MacDonald. You know, you know who I'm talking about, Norm yeah, MacDonald? Yeah. The day that I found out that he passed, I think I, I told the story. I was watching uh, Billy Madison. I go, oh, yeah, I remember that guy. What's his name? Uh, yeah, Norm MacDonald. I was like, yeah, hey, what, what else he was in? I look up. Norm MacDonald passes at age 68 two hours ago. I was like, I was like, what? <laughs> that's, that's what happened. I was like, oh, my gosh. I had no idea. And then I started following some of his, um, some fan pages of him, like some highlights from things that he did on SNL or stand up. He's really funny. Like he yeah. is so incredibly funny. He had a really good delivery and timing. Oh, he like he was the master. Like he was so so good. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, he he wrote some really really good jokes. Um. I mean, I could tell one right now, but it's not very appropriate. It'll get canceled. Well, I don't know if I'll get canceled. I'll say it, but no. it's also not my joke. I'll probably butcher it a little bit. No, I'd rather hear him hear it. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather hear him say it too. So, you ever hear the one that he talked about with the the moth, the moth joke? I don't know. Oh, that's such a good one. That's such a good joke. I'll show it to you after this. Um, mm. Well, at least you finally got to see my uh, I am Championship shirt. This guy's cool. He won the intramural baseball championship. Softball. 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 Slow pitch. Yeah. That was like a month ago. I just haven't been able to. I just keep forgetting whenever I come by here to wear it so you can see it. Because, I mean, it's it's glorious. It's incredible. And just probably one of my crowning achievements of, of being in college. Just so, so great. I'll, I'll never forget it. It'll always, it'll always be in the back of my mind. I was like, yep. I achieved greatness in the fraternity softball league at Texas. But no, seriously. Um, mm. I got to get going. Really? Like right now? I don't have to go right now, but like, I don't, I have. Well, come on. Like less than 30 minutes. Also. Until someone leaves. You just off. checked your wrist. I know. As if it's, I love that joke. It's such a, it's so not a good joke. I love it. <laughs> uh, how's your I do uh, it for everything? How have your cryptos been doing? Funny story. I got a new phone, and whenever you get a new phone, like I have an iPhone, and my f old phone was capable of doing the, the Wi-Fi AirDrop transfer. Yeah. To the new phone, so it like put my old phone on my new phone. It signed all of my accounts out though, and. I didn't go through, I didn't open up all of my apps until, I guess, today. Uh, I opened up my crypto app, and I, f I signed in, and I didn't get any updates from anything. <laughs> Something fucking blew up, and it. I looked at that, and I was like, nice. Like, my, when I opened up, I looked at my, my portfolio, and my return was way higher than it should have been. I was like, well, what happened while I was gone for this week? And, yeah, it's pretty cool. Okay. Well, I bought cryptos about two weeks ago. Yeah, I was like about either two or three weeks ago. I was like, you know what? I'll give in. I'll just do it. I'll buy something. Honestly, anything you buy now is going to be worth a lot more. I'm just saying. So I, I bought, you know, $100 worth of, of cryptos. I was like, yeah, I'll just put my, my, my toes in the water and see what happens. Everything has been down ever since I got into yeah. it. Everything's down about 15%. It's taking a crash right now. Um, don't worry. Buy the dip. I don't know if I want to do that. Buy the dip. I'm, 
Brant, I cannot stress you enough. I don't know that I want to do that. Buy the fucking dip. No. It, it, it's going to keep going down, though. I'll tell you when. Oh, you'll tell me when? I'll tell you when. Okay. You'll know. I keep up with it. You keep up with it? Even though I just said I was off of it for like a week and signed into my account and saw something cool. And you started doing this not even a year ago. I know. Don't worry. I've, I'm in group chats with people. I'll, you know what? I'll just talk to Hugh. He'll, he'll tell me. Yes. I'm in a group chat with Hugh, Johnny, and Finn, and we, we all do this. Okay. Okay. But no, my, all my cryptos have taken a hit this last two weeks ever since I bought in. I think in the, last, in the first like four or five days, I was up about 15 bucks. I was up 15%, and then now I'm down 15%. Everything went straight down. Yeah. I also bought a stock, uh, I want to say yeah, about three weeks ago. And I bought it at its peak. It was at six bucks a share. I think I bought a handful of shares. And right after I bought it the next day, it dropped to about two bucks a share. And I was like, you know, I'll just hold on to it. I'm not going to realize this loss. I'll just see what happens. Maybe it'll come back. It kind of came back. I was like, you know what? I want out. I just, I don't, I don't want any part of this. That's funny. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, I guess you have somewhere to be. I think it's been a good one. Okay. Thanks for stopping by. Get ready for the next episode because we're probably going to post another one by the time you're watching this next episode. Yeah. Okay. Stop talking. Yeah.